In this episode, we bring back Roger Williams, founder of Intelligent Linking, the person behind our privileged conundrum survey design. In the first part of this conversation, Ishreen and Roger explore privilege through a political lens, even going to the extent of sharing their former, current political affiliations and what this may mean in the context of structural privilege. Roger also shares his own journey and how his own lens has evolved since being involved in the privilege conundrum. It comes down to a growing awareness of the things that are happening around us and he uses sports, women's and men's sports, to highlight his growing awareness. In the second part of the conversation, Roger and Ishreen discuss the privilege survey research, how the process of completing the survey can also help create awareness and raise consciousness. And if you're curious about how you view privilege, once you've heard the episode, do go straight to the privilege conundrum, link is in the episode notes, and complete it for yourself. And let us know what comes up for you. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome to the Privilege Eruption podcast with me, Ishreen Bradley, Chief Inspiration Officer at Belonging Pioneers. And me, Kami Nuttall, founder of Culture Lab Consultancy. Privilege is a conundrum that dilutes the culture of fairness at work. And as a leader, you recognize that your organization has more to do. You want to create success through connection and belonging, and you're unsure about how to make it happen. Now, the Privilege Eruption podcast is where you have the opportunity to evolve breakthrough thinking about the impact of power, privilege and purpose and how that shows up at work. And in these podcasts, you will gain the courage and confidence to realize a culture of inclusion for all. So, Roger, it's lovely to be with you again to review how we've done with the research and just reflect on, I think, reflect on where we've got to. It's been almost a year now since we started it. And, you know, when we started it, it was Partygate and there was all sorts of drama going on. And, um, you know, we used that to really help illustrate the impact of privilege at work. And, um, you know, a lot has happened since, right? Uh, well, a significant <laughs> amount. I think it's uh, it, we're on the second prime minister since we last had a conversation, which seems absolutely bonkers. Um, <laughs> and one lasted uh, all of six weeks, right? Six weeks. Uh, I'm speechless. Um, <laughs> some, some of the things it's, uh, it's when you know when when you say, "Gosh, I'm witnessing history." We sure are wi- witnessing history. I. I can see I can see the pup- a pupil in in 150 years time scratching their head looking back at this period and go going why 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 did they do that why did that how the heck did that happen you know I I I just think I think it's going to be fascinating looking back at this um in years to come I, he said with a desperate hope that this isn't how it's going to be from now on oh my god I hope not I like how can it makes you think about the checks and balances and the governance that allowed that to happen as much as the characters right well that that's 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 absolutely true and um I, what the other thing i would say is that gosh this you know thank you for having me and getting me involved in this process because i've 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 learned so so much oh i'd love to hear more about that 
Yes. Well, I've, I, I'll talk. I'll, I'll, I'll get onto that in a minute. But the okay. the thing, the thing that's kind of just to finish off the story of this last year and the yeah. chaos and all that yeah. other stuff is that how fascinating it has been to observe what was happening with that knowledge that we gained by talking through the ideas of privilege. Mm. Um, first, the first thing is is when we first were putting it together, we were we were really you know, we worked really, really hard to try and get under the skin of what privilege actually meant. Yeah. And and really, you know, is it is it this foreground issue? Or is it a bit of a background issue? Or is it kind of, does it depend on the situation and the scenario? And we were, you know, it's fair to say we weren't, we weren't quite sure where to put a stake in the sand to, in yeah. terms of measurement, because we, we set out to measure, right? And that's, that's the experience that we've been through. Yeah. We've set out to say, is this possible to be tangible? Mm-hmm. And while we were thinking about it, the the universe delivered on a plate <laughs> <laughs> this absolutely spanking, obvious uh, um, Im- example of what what, what privilege uh, can do. Um, and I remember at the very very early stages of our conversation, thinking a year ago, thinking. Yes. I wonder if we can talk about the way Trump behaved in the context of this, of this, uh, uh, this survey and this approach and this analysis. And then our own dear government gifted us a, a perfect example of what yeah. privilege can do. Mm. And let's let's even go out on a limb and say it was unconscious privilege, right? Yeah. Let's let's just go out and say, okay, let's let let's just say. He, the people involved didn't lie. They just didn't realize. They didn't, you know, purposefully overcome the. They just forgot that the rules applied to them. That it was an unconscious decision, a spur spur of the moment decision. That they can't, can't, you know, they quietly forgot that they'd written the rules and they were in the room and the world was observing them. So none of those things mattered. Yeah, and the rules don't apply to them, right? And let's let's say let's say they didn't think. Of it like okay. that, they just forgot. Okay. Right? They just ah, forgot. Anybody okay. can make a mistake, you know. Anybody no. can make a mistake. You or know, a few you, mistakes. You can remember, Rishin, that 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 last beer that I would have and then miss my train home. That kind of <laughs> that kind of. <laughs> yes, it's not a conscious decision. And um, <laughs> didn't never happened. Of course, never happened. I was just using it for illustration purposes. But just just think about and take all of those things. The way they reacted to it then uncovered the actual privilege. It was the, it wasn't just the thing; it was the reaction. It yes. Was, uh, yeah. Every and and the way in which people gathered around them to to lie with them. Mm. It is lying yeah. at the end of the day. Not telling the truth is lying. Yes. Um, to lie with them, and you saw this emerge, and and then then it's kind of. It's it's gone down. It's rolled down the road and reemerged in three or four different iterations in the last year, and it's still ongoing, right? It's still ongoing. Yes. Today we're listening to somebody who's bullying people and saying, "I didn't, I didn't do it," and somebody who's threatened people and said, "I, I didn't do it." And, and then people coming on and saying, "Actually, I wouldn't call that bullying," which is fascinating. That's exactly. I wouldn't call that bullying. Also, I wouldn't call that breaking the law. Yes. Um, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. If you wouldn't call that breaking the law, can we just have a redefinition of what is the law then? Because, you know, maybe there's some other things that we could be looking at here. Now, lump that all together. 
and and how I my big learning points for this for this year is being able to understand the language of privilege because of the focus we put on it. And I found myself in a lot of conversations where people were saying, well, you're just, a, you're just, a, you know, you're just a kind of labor supporter trying to have a dig at the government. And, and I'm saying, well, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of truth in that. And you mm -hmm. just us, you are giving me the, the, the weapons to attack with, but there was another bit of it that said, well, actually, I don't know, actually, even when I suspend all of that political bias that I, as much as I can, there's some really factual stuff. And then looking at the way in which we broke privilege down into the survey to build that tangible asset in the survey about yeah. it, I just wonder if the Conservative Party had applied something like this survey to see what the truth was. That, yeah. that they not only apply to themselves, but they found a way to apply it to the government as well without having a general, uh, to, sorry, to the country without having a general election, uh, which is generally where you're assessed uh, in that context. And what having, having looked at these specific points, what, what, what people would make of it then when, when they, they see it from this lens of knowledge of the damage that, that privilege can do. Um, and, and then closing the year out, we have the most, well, staggering, beyond belief, Phoenix from the ashes, where the threat now of Donald Trump returning yes. to the presidency is, is, yeah. is honest. And watching a program about that, white privilege is a massive underpinning factor. Uh, of of the way in which Trump Trump's language and his supporters' language, it's 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 some of it is vile language. People mm -hmm. setting I saw this program with people setting up, moving inland from the, from the big coastal cities, going into places like Utah and, mm -hmm. and and Montana, and setting up these kind of white only villages wow. that refuse have to have anybody come in that's not passing a test of you know uh, conformance with their th their way of thinking yeah that using religious privilege you know christians only no muslims no no uh, etc that this this is terrifyingly uh, a terrifying um outcome it's very scary but what i uh, want to make clear is that what we're looking at is not white privilege per se we're looking at privilege across the board, because we're saying we all have different kinds of privilege. And I appreciate these are examples of um, politics and white people and faith-based um, privilege. But I think, you know, you look at Rishi Sunak. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But, what, what you know, that's, I mean, from my perspective, in terms of politics, the best candidate out of yeah. the candidates that was that were yes. available yes the yes the best candidate but yet not elected not Straight. elected exactly the first time around. and this is where i was talking about structural privilege right the governance and the systems yeah. that allow that to happen so basically you have first of all a privileged group of mps electing 
who goes forward, like shortlisting to, down to two. And then you've got a privileged group of, I don't know, 160,000 people or so. Something like that. Um, yeah. Who are generally elderly, generally um, already pretty well off. They've got their pensions, you know, um, and they might have biases around race. They might still have empire-based thinking. Yeah. You know, and they're choosing who comes next. So Rishi didn't stand a chance. Well, I, I, th I think so. But the, the other thing I would say is that um, that's not democracy. No, it's not democracy. It's not and democracy. It, and, it's not, and it's not stewarding privilege. It's maintaining privilege it's maintaining privilege and uh, by definition it's aligning our politics to a, yeah. to, to a very very discreet group of people who voted with their hearts i'm, I'm sure and yeah. they made the decision yeah. that was best for them yeah. and their, their, it was their unconscious privilege right unconscious. It, it, it is and they're party members as well so they're they're motivated yeah. people yeah. of that ilk rather yeah. than you you know so so that yeah. the, so it's, roger it's, i'm not I'm not sure if I, sorry to talk over but I'm not sure if I ever told you this, but I grew up Tory. Well, you definitely didn't tell me that. <laughs> I grew up Tory and it was not, un, and like really one of Thatcher's children. And it was not until Theresa May was in charge that I felt, do you know what, I just can't vote for this party anymore. Right. Because I started to see the impact of privilege. Well, I can't work for any party anymore, honestly. But I mean, I particularly could not keep my allegiance because I could see the impact that structural privilege was making on our society. I think that's a, that's been a particular trademark of this this current phase of Toryism. Yeah, um, the, the bit that I never never quite understand is that people who are um, generally of a Tory leaning, do it out of belief that it's good for the country, the economy, growth, etc. I was brought up to be institutionally socialist because I come from Merthyr Tidville and the, the, the home of the very first, or sorry, not the home of, but the, Kia Hardy was the first Labour MP and Labour Party started and etc. grew out of, of Merthyr and stuff yes. like that. So I, I and, grew and up. That's right. And that's structural, right? And me, I was born into a family that has a jewelry business since the 1800s and property and and the royal family would visit the shop and they were basically controlling the port. And, you know, my, my great grandfather was a knight of the realm and like that, right? So structurally, it was natural for me to follow that path. Yeah, absolutely right. Exactly, and the same for me as well. And uh, that's uh, yes. And, and it's and very hard, you know. It's very hard mm -hmm. to shake that off because coming back to the actual survey and the and the context of the survey yeah. is when people responded to our survey, the way in which we we put it together, we worked really really hard to try and get people to think about their answers to answer consciously. Yes, and this, I think this is one of the things that we have uh, that I think is is a, is is a clear. Um, indicator within within the survey and the way in which people respond to the survey is yeah. that if if the, if you do the usual subconscious response, your natural 
background kind of heritage uh, persona will take over and you'll, yeah. fin- you'll start. It's a, oh, it, you'll go, it's a one of those surveys. So you'll give your kind of standard response into yeah. this. Yeah. And then, then the survey is designed to sort of stop you in your tracks there. Yeah. And make you go, ah, no, I can't apply that. I've got to think about this. Yes. It's not easy to answer all of the questions. Yeah. And, and that raises the consciousness of the person responding. And that then takes away some of that background. Yes. Uh, perception and suddenly and and i mean for the people responding to it i hope it's opened their eyes and let them see the world slightly differently but i can tell you in designing and building it i i fundamentally changed because suddenly i was looking at the world in a new lens Mm. lens but i was also looking at myself with a new lens oh it'd be lovely to hear some of that what changed what shifted for you well, I became far more conscious of the kind of conversations I was having in a general context, both in work and, mm. you know, socially and stuff like that. I became uh, very sensitive to issues that were going to lead to a potential dropping the ball in terms of, of, of behavior mm. um, and maybe for, falling back into a, into a, 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 a kind of a 1970s, if you could call it that, attitude. Uh, and it's helped, it's helped me to recognise that. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for joining us. Our intention is to bring you new insights about the impact of power, privilege and purpose at work for you and for your organisation. You can check out our episode description for social media accounts and don't forget to send in your questions and you can send those to our email equitychampions at belongingpioneers.com. We look forward to sharing more about power, privilege and purpose at work with you on this podcast. Now, if you got value, please remember to share it with your networks. Please leave us a review. And as Cami said, please do remember to send us any questions that you'd like us to discuss on this podcast. And we'll see you next time. Next time. Bye.